I'm Christine Chicanu, and this is Wandering Hippie Podcast. It has been a while, which unfortunately may be the trend for the next couple of months while I balance all of my schedules. But either way, I will be bringing new stories to feed your travel needs. If you like what I'm doing, please leave this a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts and share it with all your travel lovers in your life. This week, I have a fabulous duo sharing their road trip experience, and let me say, I have definitely added some of their recommendations to my list. I had a lot of fun chatting with my old friend Jake and his wonderful boyfriend, so I hope you enjoy this as much as we did. So, let's get into it. I'm Jake Umholtz. I'm Benji Hudson, and today we're going to be talking about the road trip we took during the pandemic. Woo! This is the first time that I've had two guests at one time on the episode, so um, usually I just have one-on-one, so we got... We have a duo, a lovely duo, um, talking today. I wanted to road trip across the U.S. I've seen, like, five states, um, so I feel like I have not seen out west at all. Never been to California, so this is going to be good for me. This is going to really push me to force my boyfriend to do this with me. (laughs) This is what it's going to be. It's what it's going to be. So, I don't know, structurally... How you guys want to just do, like, do you want to do an overview, or you want to just hop into it, whatever you're feeling. Yeah, I, I can give, like, a general overview, and then we can kind of talk about, like, some of the, like, the key points of, like, like the states we stopped at, or, like, some of the highlights. Okay. So, we started in East Lansing, Michigan, um, at your house on campus. He's from, Benji went to Michigan State. Um, so, we started there. And then we traveled up to the, the UP, that's what we call it, the Upper Peninsula in Michigan. And we stayed in the UP, um, did some hikes there, tra- went to Wisconsin then, um, did some hikes there. Then we went to Minneapolis uh, in Minnesota, and we stayed with your friend. And then we went through South Dakota down to um, Wyoming, and then we went to Montana, and then back to Wyoming, and then to Salt Lake City in Utah, and then from there we went to Las Vegas, and then from Las Vegas we went down through, did we go through Colorado, right? Uh, Arizona, New Arizona, Mexico. that's right, Arizona, New Mexico, Texas, Oklahoma, and then up to uh, St. Louis and Missouri, and then Chicago, and then back to East Lansing. And what was the timeline? Like, how long were you doing this for? So we were gone for a total of 12 days. You saw a lot in 12 yeah, days. You, saw, you really saw, fit it in there. Really short period <laughs> yeah. of time. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so why did you do this? What was the reasoning behind it? <laughs> <laughs> so your summer plays got canceled, and then my summer plays got canceled, and then we, because it was the pandemic, right? Like, everything's, like, shut down. And then we're like, we should, like, go do something, right? Like, like this is the perfect, perfect opportunity to, to like, do something. At, at the time, that was kind of, like, our thought process. And then um, I had always wanted to see Yellowstone. And then you are very familiar with the Mountain West. Um, so... 
who kind of, who came up with the idea for the road trip? Was it you? I think it was uh, like a collective decision. Right. So I previously lived um, in Big Sky, Montana, so I'm very familiar with like Yellowstone National Park and all that kind of stuff. So I just kind of like grew up going there, so it was it was kind of cool to kind of impart that um, like I don't know, experience. Experience, probably experience on like with somebody else. Yeah, so we were like, we gotta do something. Like, this is kind of like a once in a lifetime like pause, right? So yeah, yeah. might as well take take advantage of this this opportunity. And so we decided, literally, like we were like, okay, let's go on a road trip to Yellowstone, and then we left like the next day or like two mm-hmm. days. Yeah, I think it was like literally the next day. It was like in twenty four hours. There was not a whole lot of it. We kind of hopped in, the, in my Subaru and drove. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So how long were you guys dating before the road trip? Like, were you strangers, uh, or, like, <laughs> It was, like, a couple like months. Official, like, three months, I think. Yeah, yeah okay. months. I had known you since, like, July, July. of, like, 2019. Yeah, so. Okay, so we, like, knew each other for a bit, but okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know some people that are, like, yeah, I knew this person for, like, a couple weeks, and we, like, road trip. I'm, like, that's, like, <laughs> death. That's how you that's get awesome. murdered. <laughs> like, this <Yeah>. stranger. <laughs> like, you're trapped in this car. Um, can you well, explain kind of how, like, really weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, can you explain kind of how you stayed places, like, what was that like, like, did you just live out of your car, did you bring a tent, like, what was the deal? So, we tried the whole sleeping in the car thing one night, and it did not go well. <laughs> we had, I think we, we stopped, we were in Ironwood, Michigan, up in the upper peninsula, <laughs> and slept in a hospital parking lot because everything else was closed. Like, yeah. we couldn't get a campsite. We couldn't get anything like that. So, like, okay, we're going to go somewhere that's, like, lit, but also not, like, a Walmart. <laughs> so so we decided to go to this hospital parking lot. And we were only there for, like, three or four hours. But <laughs> it was it, it just did not work well. So the rest of the trip, we either stayed with people that we knew or got, like, an Airbnb or in Vegas, we got a hotel room for like $25 a night. We'll get there. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but I'm just the, getting ahead of myself here. <laughs> yeah. But the, uh, the hotel experience was, was very interesting. Um, sleeping sleeping out of the car. We definitely, like, I guess one of the negative effects of being so spontaneous, right, was we were a little bit underprepared for, for like, camping and uh, and doing, doing all that. Um, which, if I had to give a recommendation, it would be to be more prepared to <laughs> camp. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, that's, like, a great experience, right? To, like, camp out in the wilderness, like, out west, right? Um, so, but I digress. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, when I'm thinking of it, well, I was supposed to, I was planning for, like, literally two years in a row to go to the UP. Um, because you can sometimes see the northern lights, like, all the way up there, like, in April. Um, and I've been planning to for the last, like, two years just, like, literally go up there for, like, a week and also hike up there because I love hiking. Um, but, like, sleep in my car. <laughs> like, my Jeep, right, right. like, put the seats down in the back. Um, but, and how about for food? Like, that's another, I feel like, what did you guys do food-wise? We, uh, I mean, we went grocery shopping before we left, so we bought a lot of, um, like, non-perishables and, like, like pre-made food and stuff. Living um, off cliff bars and like. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Like stuff like, like that. Stuff for sandwiches and mm-hmm. something like. Like I had a cooler with me, or like we brought a cooler with us so we could. But like, we would buy a bag of ice and then 
it would like last for 24 hours so we just kind of like recycle it out and kind of keep yeah we had um we had bread and then like lunch meat and then vegetables um and like kind of quick easy like snacks like carrots and crackers and cliff bars um and then we bought some like kind of like pre-made food do we go to, like you know how like whole foods has like the like the grab and go kind of oh quick yeah, food yeah, yeah yeah so we bought a few a few things like that um and then like periodically we would like stop by at um like other grocery stores and like replenish like kind of like the basics um and then every once in a while we went out to eat we tried to do like one hot meal a day yeah yeah so you didn't do the whole like camper stove thing no because like you said before we didn't really plan (laughs) no for sure for sure yeah yeah yeah. i get it (laughs) i'm just asking (laughs) okay nice all right um let's see if i have any pre-questions that i feel like i need to know (laughs) um yeah, I'm gonna get in, get into the story. I'm I'm, I'm itching, itching to hear all about it. <laughs> so I like I guess I'll start from the beginning. So, um, your summer plans got canceled. My summer plans got canceled. Um, uh, we get sent home from school. So I get back from my spring break, and then um, we're like hanging out, and the you know school keeps getting like postponed, like mm-hmm. as the pandemic goes on. I was in, I was actually in, I was in LAX flying from California back to Michigan for country break when they announced that the, the borders had shut down, like all international travel, like shut down. Um, you know, I remember like they announced on the loudspeakers, everyone like floods to the, to the kiosks to like change their tickets and everything. Um, so that was, I guess like the, the start of the timeline get back to East Lansing, school's school's getting periodically pushed back. We're hanging out, and um, we're like, so what are we going to do? And we're just kind of like, you know, waiting to figure out what happens with school. School officially gets canceled, and then um, summer starts, and we're both doing nothing because everything's shut down, and we decide, like, uh, let's do something. we got to do something. Night before, do the road trip, pack, get everything, hit the road. Um, so then we started in East Lansing, drove all the way up to, uh, Pictured Rocks. So we saw, which is kind of, if you've ever seen tourist advertisements, I mean, you obviously have seen, but for the listeners, um, tourist advertisements for the state of Michigan, most, a lot of the ads will have, um, like aerial drone footage of Pictured Rocks. It's a big tourist attraction in the Upper Peninsula. Um, so we went there. And we actually got lost because we, uh, cell phone service is very spotty in the UP. And, um, we ended up going to like a more remote, like area next, like adjacent to pictured rocks. And it was like this, uh, like a bunch of hiking trails. And I guess from where it was, you could walk like six miles. It was six miles to pictured rocks. And it was spectacular because um like a lot of like the the geology of that area the the rocks are slate right they're so it's like very like brittle and sometimes they'll like collapse into like superior so along the hike um there was like these big like gorges and cliff faces that had like recently like collapsed Mm. so you could like see like these chunks of like massive rock kind of like sliding into like superior um 
and it like bent it like the hike followed the entire like coastline so you know as you're walking to your right is like superior and to your left is like thick woods with these huge like monstrous uh rocks that are like falling into the water and like had recently caved in and like big sand dunes it was amazing um did it have a name I don't think it had a name. I honestly don't remember. It was like almost, I want to say it was like almost like, it was obviously like marked and like taken care of by like park rangers, but I think I would categorize that as being a part of like the pictured rocks like area. Um, And then we finally made it to the rocks, pictured rocks, and like there's like kind of like a big walkout deck and you can look at the rocks. So that was our first stop. And then we went to Marquette which is where uh, Northern Michigan University is. And then um, we hung out there for a little bit. We saw, like, tour campus and walked around the small town. Um, And then what's cool about uh, NMU is their, like, um, athletic stadium is in, like, a big, like, dome. So And it's, like, uh, there's, like, a design on it that makes it look, because they're the cats, right? Mm -hmm. Wildcats. And that's wildcat. So the dome has like pointed ears, <laughs> like, oh, like a fun. cat. So it's kind of interesting to see. Yeah. Um, and then we got sandwiches there. Um, and then from, do you have anything else to add about like Picture Rocks or? Um, so I had been to Picture Rocks as like a small child, and it was it was really cool to see um, and just kind of like take everything in as an adult and kind of really appreciate the beauty. I mean, a lot of people don't think of Michigan as this like beautiful place that we have in the United States, but it's definitely, it's definitely like top 10, like most beautiful places I've ever been in my life. Like people really need to understand that Michigan isn't just Detroit. Like there's so much, (laughs) there's so much more to offer. Yeah. And it's the, like that, the shoreline hike too. Isn't there, I mean, I've actually never done it. I've never seen picture, Pictured Rocks. I'm, like, the worst Michigander ever. <laughs> like, literally. But um, isn't it, like, so, because it's, like, the whole top of the Upper Peninsula, there's, like, different things to see, too, right? Like, can't you hike, like, for days? <laughs> like, right, all the yeah. way over on, like, the right side of it, too. Because I remember when I was looking into it, there's, like, different beaches and different points to start the hike and, like, do all this stuff as well. Right. Um, of course, there's, like, tons of waterfalls up there if you do, like, mm-hmm. wooded hikes, too, which, yeah, this is mm-hmm. gorgeous. And you could also do, a, like, a, a kayak rental, too, mm-hmm. and you can kayak all the way, like, through, because through the rock, right, and, uh, or, like, near the rock. Um, we didn't do that, but that would be um, something to look into, right? Um, but, yeah, I remember hiking along the shoreline, like, it was just like this totally like empty like beachfront mm-hmm. and then i remember actually now i think about it there was like footprints in the sand from like the night before like someone had camped out like at, at the beach and they had like a they had made like a fire there so that was super um like super cool to see because it's just like i don't know because it's so remote right mm-hmm. it can literally be like just you or just your party um but the sandwich place we went to is called togo's in Marquette, and I guess it's like super, super famous. Um, it was super good. So if you're in Marquette, recommend, Michigan, <laughs> you recommend uh, that same place. All right, nice. Okay. And then, where'd we go to next? So after after we spent a little bit of time in Marquette, we were just kind of driving around the UP, trying to figure out 
um, places to park for the night, trying to like find a place to camp. And through the internet searches, we found a couple of spots, but because of the pandemic, they were closed. Yeah. So we were kind of driving around aimlessly through the barren landscape <laughs> that is the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. And one thing I will never forget is we were driving, it was dusk, and a wolf walked across the road. So I had, I had never seen a wolf in the flesh before. It was like, it was a little bit jarring, to be honest right. with you. It was like, okay, we are like very alone in this in this area. Like, we just saw a wolf walk across the road. Like, it was absolutely crazy. So I guess for like some context for people who don't know, like the UP has like one major highway that kind of like transverses the whole like horizontal length of it. And then, I mean, obviously, there's, like, other, like, major roads to kind of get to the, like, like Marquette, right, or Houghton, where another university is, Iron Mountain, uh, stuff like that. But we had kind of, like, gone pretty far off the major highway to get to these, like, campsites. And um, they're all, like, you know, roughed off and, like, caution, like, do not, like, cannot camp here. Um, and then where we saw the wolf, it was, like, uh, logger territory. Like, there were, it was like a logging camp. Like, uh, they were, like, you know, cutting down trees for timber. And we are like, where? Like, where, like, where are we? <laughs> where did <laughs> like, you end up? It's like, day one of the trip gets lost. Like, <laughs> great yeah, start. <laughs> <laughs> and then we, like, uh, see, like, way off in the distance, the, the creature, mm-hmm. the wolf. It was huge. It was almost as big as your car. Yeah, it was a big, oh my yeah, it was a big, it was a big animal. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah, I've never seen... I, okay, that's not true. Like, I've seen a wolf one time, but maybe it was a coyote, actually. Like, I don't know. I don't remember. But I was, like, driving on the side of the road, and it was, like, dead on the side of the road. But they're huge. Mm-hmm. Like, wolves, I don't think people realize if they've never seen one, like, in real life. They are very large. Yeah. <laughs> like, they are not your husky. <laughs> no, <laughs> they are yeah. very, very... They're not friendly animals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. No. Yeah. I'm sure I would have been like, this isn't, this isn't for you guys. Goodbye. Right. <laughs> I don't know, but this wolf is going to attack my car somehow. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, it, like, it was, like, walking across the road. It was dust, so it was, like, kind of misty. It was a very odd. I don't want to say, like, ominous, because that sounds, like, negative, but it was, like, very, like, awe-inspiring kind of, like, thing to see. To just, like, slowly walk across, like, in the headlights of your car. Like, totally unbothered. Yeah. Unfazed, right? Yeah. yeah, definitely. Good way to put it. And then we keep going, sunsets, and we make it to um, Ironwood. Yeah, the hospital in Ironwood. The hospital in Ironwood. <laughs> so Ironwood is, like, one of, if not the last town, like, right before you cross over to Wisconsin, mm-hmm. right? Um, so it's like right on the border. And uh, I actually have a high school friend who had a who has like a, a house there. But our spontaneous planning, I didn't realize to contact him <laughs> until like the night of. But he had already gone to already gone to bed. So like he had tech, he responded to me you know hours later in the morning, but it was too late. Um, so then we tried sleeping in uh, in the back of your car. And it got very cold. <laughs> yeah, very quickly. Um, and we left probably we, like four. We left 30. at four in the morning. Um, and then as we were driving, we were like, okay, we have to like we have to seize the day. Like it's bright and early. It's a beautiful day in northern Wisconsin. So we found this hike 
and we were the only ones on the trail. What was it called? Uh, St. Peter's Dome. St. Peter's, it was called St. Peter's Dome in very rural northern Wisconsin. So probably a three or four mile hike. We hiked up and got to see kind of kind of the sun like come up over Lake Superior because the, mm-hmm. the point that we were at was one of the tallest points in that area so we could see all the way to the lake. And it was, I mean, I've done some hiking out west in, in Hawaii and elsewhere, but this was <clears throat> one of the coolest experiences I've ever had. It was Shout awesome. out to Wisconsin. And, 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 like, that, was one of the things we, that was one of the things we talked about, like, even far after the trip. Like, that hike was incredible. It was uh, very, like, remote to get to the hike, too. We like were, dirt roads. It was, like, like yeah, full dirt roads. There was, um, like, a lot of, like, farm, like, farm country. And um, so, like, we're on these, like, dirt roads, and there's these big... Uh, um, semis full of like uh, I would assume like soy right um, or like corn or whatever their crops were that season you know driving past us you know the farmers like kind of starting the day and we're like going on this hike and what was cool about it was it was all like brand brand new like it had recently been renovated by like Park Rangers, the Forest Service yeah, yeah. Forest Service um, so like the uh, like the the parking lot was like brand new the the um uh, trail like the stones that they had used to like lay out the path was like all new um but yeah it was very very awe-inspiring we just kind of like sat up there at the top for like half an hour just kind of like appreciated appreciated the views very cool um so highly recommend one of the best hikes i've ever done in my entire life yeah i'm very convinced and i've never even thought of wisconsin (laughs) right like you you don't think of like, oh, let's go hike in Wisconsin. Yeah. Uh, like, I love, love, love hiking. And I I definitely, like, I'll have to do that when I go to the UP, like, do hiking. I'm going to be like, pop pop on over to, <laughs> to Wisconsin for a bit. It was, yeah. you do it in the morning. Like, it was, or even at sunset. Sunset would be amazing as well. Yeah. But in the morning, it was, like, the air was so crisp. And, I don't know, it was, it was awesome. It was incredible. Okay. It'll be on my list. <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah, I'll, then, I'll, like, take my notes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, then where did we go after that? We went... We went to Minneapolis. Right. So, we drove from, like, northern Wisconsin down to Minneapolis. I ended up staying with one of my friends from college when we were in Minneapolis. Um, but again, it was during the pandemic, so there wasn't really a whole lot going on. But what was interesting about it was, right, June... June 2020, that was, like, kind of peak um, uh, BLM, like, protests and stuff. Mm. Uh, so that was, like, right, we got there, like, right after, like, uh, Minneapolis, like, had hit, like, the major news cycle. So that was when, like, you know, like, it went viral, right? Like, the Target burnt down in Minneapolis. Um, and all that stuff was, like, real. we got there, like, what, like, five days after that kind of, like, it was all wow. very news, like, exploded, right, on, like, Twitter and, like, major news networks. Um, so, like, all that stuff was still, like, very, uh, like, fresh. So we, I have, like, pictures of, like, the, the burnt-out, like, Target and, like, all the, uh, yeah, it was crazy. Like, the whole, that whole area of the city was totally, um, like, the Target was burnt down. There's, like, you know, broken glass everywhere and stuff. The streetlights were out. But, um, so that's, that's kind of, like, where we were in, like, the time of being in Minneapolis. And we stayed with your friend, stayed the night, 
get two very uh, cute dogs. <laughs> Indeed, they did. They have an Akita and a Husky. Yeah. Like big, fluffy dogs. Love it. <laughs> Husky is one of my favorite animals. I love them. They're just so gorgeous. How do you yeah. exist? You're majestic. Yeah. <laughs> also, so much hair. I was in Mexico and my oh. friend had a husky. I'm like, how are you not dying in Mexican heat with that dog with right. hair? Like, in Mexico City, you said? In Mexico City, my friend had a husky. No way. Yeah, I like, That's everyone funny. loved her. They were like, she's so gorgeous. I'm like, she's probably sweating her soul out. Like, how is oh, she doing that? Poor I know. I know. So she like, yeah, she just loved the shade. <laughs> yeah, but she's really cute. Amazing, but yeah, we stayed there for the night, and then, um, then we went drove through South Dakota. Drove through South Dakota. We had we stopped at the Corn Palace in Mitchell, South Dakota. So it's this building that is like the facade is made out of corn, and every single year they do a different like mural. I forget what the theme was last year, but these like local artisans will come and like put cobs of corn on the building and make like, this, like real corn, corn, like actual like real, corn. Like, real corn. What? Yeah, it's it like super super cool, and it's it's a big like I don't know like an ode to corn essentially. <laughs> like I mean, it's oh, very the Midwest, area. I feel it. <laughs> uh, it was yeah, it was it was super cool to like go and see that. Um, it's just in this small little town in the middle of South Dakota called Mitchell, yeah. and if you're driving on I-90, you got you got to stop. You got to stop. Even if it's just for a minute, you got to stop and see it. It's, yeah, it's amazing. Like, full on, like, mo- I don't want to say, like, mosaics, right? But it's, like, individual pieces of corn, right, to make a big, huge design on this, like, massive building. And it's the entire outside of the, this building. And what was super interesting about it, it was, like, half, like, museum and then half, like sports arena. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, like, getting creative in the like, middle of like, the <laughs> like, there's a small university there and the high, in a high school. So the they all play their sports at the Corn Palace. <laughs> the Corn I Palace. love that. That's so you like walk in and you can like go upstairs to see the uh, the art. And so it was a lot of like Native American inspired art, which was super cool to see. And a lot of like early, uh, not not necessarily early, but 20th century like out west arts right like cowboys and uh you know buffalo and bison and nature and stuff like that and plus the native american and then like a basketball court <laughs> 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 was, they're utilizing their space is what it is yeah, yes, <laughs> very true very true <laughs> you can go get a five dollar hot dog <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, they probably have popcorn too i'm sure like you can't oh, have, go to the corn have. palace and not have popcorn <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, super interesting. Um, and there's a bunch of like gift shops too around in that area. It's like total tourist trap kind right. of thing. But oh, I love it. I want to go so bad. Yeah. <laughs> and so this was the day that we were driving. We drove from Minneapolis to Rapid City, where um, Mount Rushmore is. Mm-hmm. And another tourist trap place you have to stop is Wall Drug in Wall, South Dakota. Mm-hmm. It's this massive. Like, it's, like, Tourist Trap, just, like, drugstore. They advertise it for 500 miles in either direction on I-90. It's, like, 289 miles to Wall Drug. Like it's, it's just a drugstore? Like, what is cool it's, about it's it? It's this big, like, almost like a mall in this podunk little town in South Dakota. Um, so they, they'll advertise, like, free ice water 
on all the billboards that are like leading up to it and you can you can buy all your like western like little like trinkets and that kind of stuff and they also have like a couple of restaurants and you can you could buy anything you could ever want for a road trip at wall drug yeah it's it's like big too it's really big like you wouldn't think it's like that big but it's like huge you can like walk in and there's like a lot of different like shops right and stuff like that um but even so definitely have to hit up the corn palace and you gotta hit up wall drug you just have to (laughs) and um but i thought was wall drug on the other side of the river is on the east side or is it on the west side what river the the river that splits south dakota oh oh i don't remember i Um, think it was on the west side yeah you're right so we definitely crossed the river so south dakota is uh like i guess to like frame it geographically what's the river that crosses you know it's the missouri i think you're right and so the river splits almost the state in half and there's like the east side and then the west side so mitchell and the court palace is on the east side like Waldrug, uh, Mount Rushmore, Badlands are on the, the west side. But what's super cool, even if, like, you just kind of, like, drive, you drive through, right? A lot of people call, like, South Dakota the fire city. But, um, like, the geography is just so, like, breathtaking. Like, it was like, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is what South Dakota looks like. Like, <laughs> this is, like, beautiful. <laughs> Uh, I don't know anyone I like I feel like South Dakota to me is similar to like Wyoming where it's like nobody lives there like it doesn't exist as a state like I don't know anything about it I don't know anyone from there (laughs) right right exactly but it was like it was like stunning it was amazing and um like the the geography is just like totally totally different like as you like traverse the state um like, going from kind of, like, you have, like, rolling plains, right? Like, when you think of, like, Little House on the Prairie, like, stuff like that. Like, like tall grass. Tall yeah. grass, like, billowing in the breeze. Like, it's like, oh, my God, this is beautiful. <laughs> this is <laughs> amazing. And then, then you have, like, the Badlands and, like, the mountains and everything. And then you have the river, which is, you know, huge. Um, so it was, it was, even if you don't necessarily, like, spend, you know, spend a whole lot of time in South Dakota – it's definitely worth like driving through and just like seeing like the nature yeah taking in the change of geography like from the minnesota border all the way to the border with montana and wyoming like it's it's vastly different just driving across the state i remember when we went over the bridge over the river and it was like almost like an instant like the geography completely changed Mm. like it was like right away i was like the like the ground looks different (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I was like, the ground looks completely different than it did two minutes ago. Wow. Was, yeah, amazing. Um, so then we did Wall Drug mm-hmm. and then bit Rapid City, right? Yep, we went to Rapid City, um, stayed at a little, like, motel by um, Mount Rushmore. So, like, went to Mount Rushmore. There was, I mean, for the middle of the pandemic, there was a lot of people there. It was really interesting. Yeah. Um, but obviously, Mount Rushmore is something that you have to see if you're driving out that way. It's it's breathtaking, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I've been several times before, but it's like I said, still always cool to go back and see, like if they're like changing anything or anything like that. Like it was, it was really cool. Um, I guess when we were there, they were doing a lot of construction. Remember? Mm-hmm. So like, kind of like. It's like you gotta go up the mountain, right? And then you park your car in like the parking 
ramp and then you walk over and you kind of like walk up a slope um and then there's like it's almost like uh like a key um so you like walk up and then on the right in front of you is mount rushmore and on you know either side of you there's um like ice like an ice cream shop and like you know quick food and get your picture taken and printed and you know touristy stuff like that informational stuff too and then what was under construction but i think it's complete now is like more um like a museum i think it was and um so you can like we were pretty restricted we can get like super su- i mean obviously you can't get like super close but um you can get even closer than what we got now um it was yeah super cool like um like big arch like a big archway you like kind of like walk up the slope to get to the, like the good view of mount rushmore um but it's like very cool it's like it's always like everything's always like so much bigger i feel like than you actually like think but it was it was huge um it was very cool to see and then we went and saw crazy horse mm-hmm. um so kind of adjacent to mount rushmore is um crazy horse who i guess crazy horse was like a famous uh i don't really know the history of a whole lot so but it was famous native american uh lakota that was the tribe so forgive me if i'm wrong <laughs> i apologize <laughs> but and regardless native famous native american um figure and they are in the or have been in the process of like carving like him into the stone um and it's not complete yet it's been i think it's been under construction since the 60s the yeah, 50s it's been under construction for 50 or 60 years a long time but you it has like you can see like that his side profile and I guess the whole rendition is supposed to be like him like on a horse like pointing and so they have like part of his like hand and like the the, the like the the point um and like his like profile so that was super cool to see um so we did that did um, you see I like sorry was... question real quick did you see like people working on the actual stone or was it just like no, I just am I so curious think... what that process is like. I mean, I'm sure oh, I could Google it, but like, <laughs> I think when we went on the tour, they were like, they were saying that the um, the carving itself is going to be several times larger than that of Mount Rushmore, and that's why it's taking like 60 years or whatever. Um, but yeah, no, we didn't see anybody. I don't remember seeing anybody actually up there, like. Yeah. Which is the yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know Mount Rushmore, they use dynamite to, like, do a lot of the initial, um, I guess, excavation, what we would call it, to kind of blow away big chunks of the, the mountain. Um, and I think that's one of the reasons why they stopped, because it was, like, going to collapse yeah. or something like that, Maybe they, or they ran out of money. Don't know my Mount Rushmore history very well, but... Um, <laughs> Yeah, we didn't see anyone doing crazy horse. But it was definitely, like, very interesting to, like, kind of, like, see, like, all that stuff in, like, perspective. Like, giant Mount Rushmore and then, like, crazy horse. Like, I don't know, like, the the mountains are, like, gorgeous. And then you have these, like, massive, like, bases and, like, figures, like, carved into these, like, beautiful mountains. So it was, like, very, um, very, like, interesting to, like, see, like... The, like kind of like juxtaposition of like this like man-made beautiful 
immaculate like creation alongside these like gorgeous mountains and uh, but yeah super interesting and okay in terms of because you said that it was super busy there were you like in terms of pandemic timeline um like was this the time where everyone was like going outside because that was like all everyone could do or was it like before that when people were still scared to go outside um so it was june of 2020 so i guess it would probably be in the middle of that yeah because i mean probably like like march april and may people were still pretty like hesitant about going out and doing things i think when the summer rolled around people were more willing and able to go out and do things i think it got it just got busier over the course of that summer um but yeah i think yeah yeah <laughs> i forgot where i was going with that but <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah there was definitely like a lot of people like out and about we stopped at sioux falls too early before uh mount rushmore we got like ice cream and there's we i mean we waited like in line mm-hmm. for like ice cream and stuff so like i don't know put that in perspective like a lot of people still kind of out and about mm-hmm. And then after Mount Rushmore, we went to, we drove through Wyoming and Montana to Bozeman, Montana, and stayed with one of my really good family friends. Um, didn't really do a whole lot that day. Just kind of, we ate a restaurant in Bozeman. Uh, I guess we did a hike. There was this really cool hike. Um, so Montana State University is in Bozeman, and they have a big stone M on one of, on the side of the mountain as you're like driving into the city. And you can hike up to that and see the whole Gallatin Valley. Um, so we, when we first arrived in Bozeman, we went and hiked the College Gem, like got to see the whole valley in front of us as like rain was rolling in. It was really, really beautiful. Um, Your back cramps. Yeah, my back cramped up on me for oh, after no. sitting in the car for five days. It totally just like seized right up. It was terrible. <laughs> that, that hike is, uh, I wouldn't say it's like intense, but it's definitely like a workout. Like it's pretty steep. Oh. Um, <laughs> well, there's two ways you can take you, you can go up the easier way or the more difficult way. We decided to go up the more difficult way and come down the easier way. And that probably was not the best decision for people that have been sitting in the car for five days. <laughs> I was, like, running up ahead of you. Yeah, I was, like, I was like, no, this isn't happening. I was like, come on, come on. And you're, like, grabbing your back. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> I, like, brought up this mountain, right? I'm like, running, 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 running. Well, I turn around. Football player over here. I'm not an athlete. <laughs> like, uh, like, oh no. Um, but yeah, that was a great, right? Great views. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Um, a lot of people walking there, like, mm-hmm. dogs and stuff. Yep. I mean, Bozeman, so my parents recently moved to Bozeman, and um, everyone has just kind of been, like, out doing their own thing ever since the pandemic started. I mean, it's very outdoor lifestyle there to begin with. And it was kind of cool to see people just like doing their like normal hikes and yeah. stuff and not really, I don't know, sheltering, like not place. sheltering, not sheltering in place. Cause why, like, if you live in a place that's so beautiful like that, how, how could you like shelter in place? You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like I'm going to um, go in a hike by myself, like in the yeah. woods today, get that fresh air. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Especially when it's like every corner you turn, there's like, some hike to do mm-hmm. um and then we did that and then we went and stayed at, at your parents friend's place mm-hmm. um which 
they lived like on a hill. Yeah, so they live in this very minimalist home on top of this hill outside of Bozeman, and they have 360 degree views of the valley. So you have so the mountain. So there's a couple mountain ranges outside of Bozeman. You have the Bridgers. You can kind of see the Bear Tooths from their house, and then if you look south, you can see like the Spanish Peaks. Um, and it was we woke up early that morning, like before even they got up, and just kind of took everything in as we were leaving and it was it was absolutely beautiful i mean i I, i've seen them since uh we did this road trip and they they're the kind of people that kind of like to move around quite a bit like Mm -hmm. build a new house and do whatever but they have decided that this is the best house they've ever built (laughs) and they are not moving again i'm sure like every morning waking up to those views and be like Mm -hmm. i need i need a moment like every morning just to take this yeah Yeah. it was crazy it's almost something the house is always something out of like a like a catalog, right? Like you sit and you sit down in like the living room, and it's like the glass, like front windows, and it's like the mountains. Oh, <laughs> or like, oh, I need to wash my dishes, and you're like the sink window. It's like mountains. <laughs> I love that. That's the dream. Uh, when I was in Colorado, um, I would wake up. I was there for like a week or a, or two weeks or something with family, and the same thing. Like you could see the mountains like through your window and I would wake up and it was in January so it was like absolutely gorgeous Colorado sun and like mountains but yeah I was like it was, I I could never get used to this I'd be like this is <laughs> something right. amazing every day yeah and then when we were in Bozeman it was like like right middle of June but it was like 65 degrees it was like it was chilly like we were wearing jackets at night so it was like mm-hmm. super it was super cool I don't know I was like well it's like middle of June it should be like 80 degrees we're like 65 and we're like I'm wearing like my like raincoat and we're like walking shivering no it was no, not shivering but like it's like whoa it was super cool um and then what did we do after that so after Bozeman we went we drove down to Big Sky which is about an hour um south of Bozeman and we did this hike called Oozle Falls it's mm-hmm. just this big like it's only like a mile hike and there's just this big waterfall that you like come up upon in the mountains and it's beautiful it's absolutely beautiful and we did it very like same thing as the hike in wisconsin like very early in the morning the air was super crisp the sun was just coming up like it was it was incredible yeah like imagine like sun rising 63 degrees you're wearing like a it was like it was like 50 degrees that morning oh like it's chilly. Was, i guess it was like there was still like frost on the ground wow it was so interesting you like oh one other one thing now that I recall is in Montana, their like outdoor trash cans are bear proof. Like everyone, every yeah. single one. That's great. Well, usually like if you go like a hiking trail, they're like a lock box type thing or like right, a right. But, like, but bears will go through like residential trash cans and stuff, so they have to be like locked up. Imagine if you like take your trash out, <laughs> seeing a bear. Well, that happened. That happened to one of our friends. Oh long time ago so they had one of those like door handles like not like a doorknob like a door handle on their door from their like outside into their garage Mm -hmm. a bear had they didn't lock it a bear had pushed in like pushed out the door handle let himself in and went through their trash in their garage let himself in (laughs) i'll be quick guys and they they went out to like go somewhere and there was just like a bear in the garage they go don't mind me and see the cup of sugar yeah (laughs) yeah Can I borrow something, guys? Just neighbor, friendly neighbor here. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Literally neighbor. <laughs> but yeah, it was like, so we like, 
it was super interesting <laughs> to see the trash cans, right? From like being from Mid Michigan, you like <laughs> I never have to like think about that. Yeah. But it was like you have to like stick your hand in into like a slit, and then you have to like push down and like and then like open it up to your whole yeah. arm, and like you lift this whole thing. So it's like not even a bear could put <laughs> their hand in there. A small child wouldn't be able to open it. <laughs> yeah, it was like heavy and but like human size. So that was super interesting to see, like, I don't know, like, you know, same, like, same country, right? Like, same country, same everything, except, like, totally different, like, even something like so minute as, like, your trash, right? It's like, you have to, like, adjust and, like, adapt to, like, completely different life. And it's like, we were in the same country. <laughs> it's not like I went to, like, a tropical island, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so the hike, what was the hike called? Weasel Falls. Weasel Falls. So we parked our car and you like immediately start like descending, right? Mm -hmm. And you like descend down, it's like windy. It's like following, um, like a cliff almost, right? Like an edge. And, uh, and then you kind of descend down to like a base and the water is like right there. And then you kind of follow the water up and you start climbing up and then you, hit these like immaculate falls and what was crazy was um you can like literally go like almost underneath the falls so you can like split down like take a left and like go down and you're like getting splashed by the water like coming off it's like ice melt water right mm -hmm. for the yeah, yeah it was snow melt i mean we were there right as the snow was really starting to melt so the, the, the falls were Roaring, yeah. yeah, it was crazy. And freezing and like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Super cold. And the water is like splashing on you and stuff. Um, super cool. The rocks were like super slippery, so you had to be like careful, like descending. And um, or you can like go up right next to the fall, like itself, like mm -hmm. watch like the water go down and go over. Mm -hmm. And you could like essentially like jump in and like go over if you wanted to. Like that's how close it was. But you could like reach. If you were like uh, like long enough, you could like reach and stick your hand underneath the the water just tipping over. Um, it was like super like tranquil. I'd say mm -hmm. it was a very another very like awe inspiring like beautiful experience because like the water is like roaring over the edge, and then you have these giant like evergreen trees like surrounding you off the distance, and the sun is. So that's east, right? That was east, yeah. So the sun is like just adjacent to like the falls, so it's like rising, the water splashing, the giant evergreen trees. It was a very awe-inspiring experience for sure. Yeah, definitely. If you're ever in Southwest Montana, that is a hike to do. It's very easy, but back's not going to cramp. Your back's not going to cramp. <laughs> I would stay in the car for several days, but it. It takes my breath away every time. And like I said before, I, I lived in Big Sky for a period of time growing up, and that was a hike we did regularly whenever we had people from out of town mm -hmm. coming to visit or anything like that. And like I said, every single time I do it, it takes my breath away. Yeah. Wow. Awesome. And then we went to the Hungry Moose. Mm -hmm. So our family friends owned this almost like, I don't want to say convenience store, but it's like a, it's like a small grocery store in Big Sky called the Hungry Moose. And they have awesome, like, sandwiches and, like, pre-made dip 
send pre-made meals, all this kind of stuff. So we kind of stopped up a little bit mm-hmm. for the last leg of our trip when we were at Big Sky just because I knew the food was going to be great. <laughs> so, I remember I got like, I got like beef stroganoff. Like, not something that you would be, I mean, some people have very harsh opinions on beef stroganoff, right? Like, you either love it or you hate it. And I was like, oh, I'll try this. And it was so good. <laughs> and he ate it cold. I ate it cold because it was like, so this is good. It. This is it for me. Was, <laughs> right? Because we were like, oh, eat like half of this and then save the other half for like tomorrow. It's like, no, I gotta eat this. I gotta eat the whole thing. Like, Impressive. So <laughs> much better than the ham sandwich or yes, turkey. Much better than the turkey sandwiches we had been eating. Yeah. The vegetable. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Um, and then we went to Yellowstone. We went to Yellowstone National Park. So one of the things that you have to do if you're going on a road trip like this is buy the National Park's annual pass. So true. So the annual pass costs $80, and you can use it an unlimited number of times at any national park in the country. But if you were to buy individual entry to each park, it's $40. Oh, so if you yeah. if you go to two parks, it, over the course of the year, it already pays for itself. Mm-hmm. So highly recommend getting that pass. And you can just buy it when you enter whatever park you're going to. Mm. Um, so we did that because we went to Yellowstone and Teton, a great Teton National Park, which are adjacent to each other. Um, yeah, so we drove around Yellowstone, went and saw like Old Faithful and the geysers and the hot springs, all that kind of stuff. And then we also went and hiked around the Grand Canyon of the Yellowstone. So it's the Yellowstone River that runs through the park. And it's... It, the, the name Yellowstone comes from the color of the rocks that are in the Grand Canyon. They're like kind of a yellow tint. And it, oh, it's so beautiful. It is so incredible. It was, yeah, it was amazing. It's like, like the sheer, it's almost like, I want to say like, it's like a sheer cliff and then it like slants down into like the river. And there's like a waterfall, huge waterfall, huge waterfall. And it's like just, massive <laughs> absolutely massive and um someone had told me i don't know if this is true or not but someone who had gone there they had told me that sometimes like sometimes like full moon maybe that like the moonlight can reflect off the stone it's like gets like pretty bright um which i thought was like super would be super cool so yeah, to see that's that, definitely really something to, to verify and if true check out for sure <laughs> like it's at night um and there's, it's so big, there's, like, so many different, like, angles you can, like, check it out from. Like, you can check it out from, like, one side of the bridge, you can check it out from the bridge, and then, like, the, the right side, the left side of the bridge, and then do, and, like, go up one side of, of the canyon or go up the other side of the canyon. Um, so it's, it's so, like, big. Like, and even doing it from, like, different, like, different angles, right, you get a different perspective and you, like, see, like, different things. Um, but yeah, it was awesome. Saw a lot of bison. Oh, when we were there, it was like, like birthing season or something like that, right? It must have been. We saw a lot of bison. A lot of baby bison, too. Oh, yeah, like fresh. Fresh, <laughs> <laughs> young. And what was, what was crazy was like people were like getting like close to them. Yeah, so if you ever go to Yellowstone or anywhere where there's bison and you See a bison, don't get up close to it because they will gore you. Yeah, <laughs> like, I feel like that's common born, knowledge. <laughs> every every single summer, somebody gets killed by a bison. 
and it's just crazy. These people will like get up close and like try to touch them, and it's just no. It's a wild animal. You have to respect. Yeah, it's like not a cat. Have to respect its space. Like don't do that. I know a couple of years ago, some family was in Yellowstone and they saw this baby bison on the side of the road, and they picked it up and put it in their car. Whoa. And so they tried to, the park rangers tried to like assimilate the buffalo or the bison back in with its like family, family pack, drive, yeah. herd, yeah, back into the herd, and the mother rejected it, so they had to euthanize it. Oh. So, so like, that's, a, that's a very good lesson, like do not touch the bison. <laughs> it's just, I, it's like that's the thing with people. It's like you think you're at the top of the food chain and you can do whatever you want. You're not the king of the jungle, okay? You're not the king of the world. Like, let these other animals exist, please. Like, don't and they're so them. majestic. Like, they're beautiful animals. It's like, it's something that should be appreciated from afar. Right, for sure. Yeah. Like, appreciate them. Like, you gotta respect them. Take your pics. Move on. <laughs> like, right, exactly. So crazy to me. Especially, too, because we were there during, like, the birthing season and lots of babies, you know, Mother, the mother bison will protect her babies, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and then also in Yellowstone, be prepared for like a lot of stops, like traffic stops, because somebody, somebody will like pull over to the side, and then they're like, "Oh, what are they looking at?" And then a bunch of people will like try to pull over, and then we got stuck in that only like some fox. Mm-hmm. Yeah, literally, there was like a like a little fox and like a. Like a bunny? Yeah. Something like that? <laughs> just like totally innocuous animal. Just like totally on like the side of the road and it had caused this huge like traffic jam and all the people with their big and the telephoto lenses are like taking pictures of this like fox. <laughs> but um so yeah, definitely be prepared for traffic jams and crowds in general. Yes. Especially mm-hmm. at the bigger like touristy spots like Old Faithful and um the hot springs and um I guess like Mammoth Hot Springs would be another like touristy spot, but there's there will be a lot of people, and the little like pathways can be kind of narrow, so you have to like navigate your way right mm-hmm. through these like almost like they're like almost like a deck, like wooden pathways, and then um, even like we were there right like peak kind of like COVID shutdown time, and there was like tons of people there still, like there was a lot of people, and. So I can't imagine what it would be like a normal, quote, you know, quote, normal, non-shutdown, non-pandemic time. A lot of, especially in the summer, right? A lot of people. Um, and then I guess what was super cool was we, you, in Yellowstone, you can see the, um, the flow of the water change, right? Yeah, so the Continental Divide That's what it is, is in like runs through that part of the country and so on one side the water flows toward the pacific ocean and the other side the water flows toward the mississippi river just like literally depending on where you are in the park the water will be flowing in a different direction yes it was very it was very trippy to see i remember i like noticed it and i like because you had not told me about this and i had no idea and i was like i feel like the water i literally said this i'm like i think the water's like going in a different direction I was like, oh yeah, it's coming. <laughs> and, like, and then we, and then we like came up upon the sign like a minute later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I knew something was up. I knew <laughs> it. <laughs> something was alright. This doesn't look familiar. Um, and the elevation too was wild. How we got up to what four thousand, six thousand? I think we the highest that we got to 
in Yellowstone, probably 6,000. So Big Sky is at about 6,500 feet. Okay. So we were we were definitely up there for sure. Mm-hmm. But I remember we uh, we like pulled over on the side of the road and we were like climbing on some rocks. And I we definitely had like altitude sickness or something. Oh, yeah. And um, there's like a like a picture of me and I'm like super pale and like my eyes are like bloodshot. <laughs> like it was almost like if you swim to like the bottom 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 of a um, like a deep deep swimming pool like mm-hmm. like Olympic size or like bigger and you can kind of like feel like the pressure in your like ears and like on your face or like the G force from like a roller coaster and you can kind of like feel it like the weight in your face. That's almost what it felt like because when we were like climbing around like well like I can definitely feel the the altitude for sure the thin air. Um, so that was that was super cool just to like uh, that spot too where we were like climbing like like climbing over like some rocks and like looking around. Um, what what was that animal? Remember we saw that little animal? Must have been like a I don't want to say like a gerbil, but it was like. Or it wasn't like a squirrel. Like a, a prairie dog? Yes. It was like almost like a prairie dog. It was like we were like watching it like kind of like climb in and out of like rocks. You know, like look around and like scurry over more rocks and climb down and climb up. Like peek out and look around. Right? Like a little little animal. It was super cute. Yeah. It was super cool. Even like that, like you, you go to the... You go to Yellowstone, you see like the big bison or you try to see a, a moose or an elk. But even like, like, like I always said, the traffic jam over like a fox or like us looking at this like prairie dog mm-hmm. and like the rocks while we were like hanging out. It was super cool just to like sit and like stop and like appreciate, appreciate like what's there. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was super neat. Uh, and then after, after that day at Yellowstone, we did some glamping at this place outside of Yellowstone. So we stayed in like a, like a canvas Yurt, essentially. Ooh, I forgot about the yurt. And um, it, it happened to be super windy that night. So, like, the the flaps on the yurt were just, like, like, the whole night. It was a really cool experience. It was a really nice little spot. I wish I remember the name of it. It was an Airbnb outside of Yellowstone. And it was, like, I, I thought it was fake. I literally thought this was, like, I thought we were, like, going to get scammed or something. I'm like, no way someone built like six massive yurts and they were huge right like yeah big beds like the size of a bed like a whole bedroom yeah it's like a tent it was like the size of a bedroom it was like super super comfortable so shout out to whoever that was who built those yurts <laughs> they were awesome it was crazy and it was like um like there was like heaters there was electricity there was like ac and then big bed and then um like even like nice linens like it was a net, it was just very nice <laughs> like, nice stands like lamps like, the whole thing so it was like yurts and um and it was like super insulated like you're saying like, it was super windy but like we couldn't feel, like you could feel the wind could not be over mm-hmm. at all you could hear the wind for sure it was like, you know flatbed but um and then there's uh like a communal like bathroom shower and then like kitchens which were like which were super nice and we were the only people there too, so it was like interesting. That's why I thought it was like, no, no, this is definitely gonna be fake. Like, no, no, <laughs> this like this is definitely a scam. But it was super cool because you like open. It's like right, you can see like the the Tetons from like the years. Or not the Tetons. It's another mountain range. But oh, I thought it was. Yeah. Okay. Um. But yeah, you 
like you look out and you see these like beautiful tall like snow capped mountains of this incredible and who doesn't want to stay in a year so right like totally want to yeah 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 do you know how much it costs like a night do you remember I think when we went it was like $60 for the night Okay. Like that. Yeah, that's but not I bad. think now that it's like post pandemic kind of thing, I would expect to pay double or triple that. Okay, yeah. Because they had just built it. Mm-hmm. Like it was brand new that summer. Yeah. And then the, the <laughs> <laughs> So they were like very happy that we were like the second or third. Yeah, we were like some of the very first people to stay there as well. Yeah. You totally could have got <laughs> scammed. Like that is that's very like scam territory. Like, I do not trust that. So, <laughs> yeah. I love you all that was but the host was like super responsive, like in the middle of the night, because we were up there kind of getting fed up with the wind. Because um, they had other little like shacks on the property that were like actual walls, not just like a lot of mm-hmm. Yeah. So I got in touch with the host. I was like, it like, would be possible for us, it's really like, it would be possible for us to move to one of the more like permanent structures. She's like, oh my God, of course, like, go for it. <laughs> like, I didn't see the message until the morning. I was like, oh, well, that was a lot. But like, they were really great about Everything. Like, they I thought it was super weird, though. It was yeah. definitely very cool. Um, or, like, gas off this Airbnb person. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> shout out to them. We don't know who you are, but... <laughs> but... It was awesome. And what's the, like, town? Um, there's, like, where the park rangers stay in Yellowstone. Yep. And then there's, like, the town. The town is called Gardner. Gardner. So when we were leaving, right, we got all the way to the peak. We climbed like on the rocks and saw the prairie dog saw the continental divide and we went we descended yeah, we descended significantly down down into the valley the valley where the park rangers stay mm-hmm. so what's cool is on um, in that valley is like there's like homes and like a post office and like shops and stuff like that and that's where if like i was saying if you're a park ranger that's where you stay um it was like a small like little town with like I mean the architecture of those buildings was like pretty cool too um like columns like door doric right doric doric column structures and stuff like that um we saw I guess elk frequent there so they like um will come they were like we literally saw elk like just like prints across people's yards in like literal like people's yards <laughs> in like in like the downtown like just chilling like hanging out there was like they, they were like sitting in the grass super cool which um, also elk are humongous they're, they're ginormous they're <laughs> so big all those like moose elk bears are huge like all those wooden animals that people think are probably cuddly and nice <laughs> or not You're like you maybe you've seen a deer <laughs> but like an elk is not a deer <laughs> like no, they're not huge even close, not even close. <laughs> yeah um, yeah like I think the biggest thing for people who like just have no idea, like me, right? Is like um, moose. Like I didn't fully understand how like big like moose were. Or, like, large, large, giant, giant creature. Um, and then elk is huge. Um, but what's cool about that little town when you like descend, like you you are out like at a very high elevation and you can like see it. And then the, the road like snakes its way down slowly, slowly. It's, it's almost like thirty minutes. Yeah. Once you like come into it and do the view, it's like a thirty minute like descent drive all the way down. Um, super yeah, super cool. Really cool. 
Um, I guess another thing to point out about Yellowstone is because um, the park is so big, a lot of people like drive. Like that's the only like mm-hmm. mode of transportation. So um, it's really conducive to like driving the park. Uh, but a lot of people will walk. A lot of people will, like park their car like out like in the a town adjacent Gardner and like ride their bike throughout the park and like do it that way. Um, but I guess if you're on a time crunch, like for sure, driving is the way to go. Yeah. And even with driving, you can see everything that you want to see. I mean, there's a lot of opportunities to like get out of the car and explore things closer. But if you are just like driving through, it's super easy to get a good majority of the experience just from your car. Yeah. Like, like I was saying with like the traffic jam where people are like pulling over like on the side of the road, like that's just kind of like how you operate almost in Yellowstone. You kind of like pull over on the side of the road, right? And then you just kind of get out of the car and like go do, do whatever and like walk on the hikes. Um, remember when we like, uh, kind of like got off and like walked on a hike and we saw like the, the bison, the like bison. <laughs> We're like, okay, we can't do any clean. Yeah, we need to not. But yeah, we like stumbled. I forgot about this. Mm-hmm. We like, there's like a small little like hike. We're like, oh, we'll do this. There's no one here. And then we're walking up, and I'm like, oh my god, that's definitely like fresh bison, <laughs> like poop on the ground. <laughs> and then, so we kept going, and then we kind of like get above this ridge, ridge line, and there's like this huge like herd of bison. We're like, okay, we can't. <laughs> we gotta go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, you can like just kind of like pull over on the side and like kind of like hike around um obviously don't go too far because you will get lost right it definitely stick to like designated paths and there's no cell service so you get lost another mm-hmm. thing you're screwed <laughs> i think it's i think it, we were saying it's like they probably do that intentionally and they cut out the cell service right so like the second that you drive out of the park either into west yellowstone or into gardner or like toward cody wyoming um you'll have self-service, but as you go through the gates of the park, they're not. It's very peculiar. I don't really know if that was on purpose or just they didn't want to have any sort of, like, cell tower in the Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It probably is, like, a, like a visual thing to not have cell towers throughout the Right. Park. Um, but, yeah, so if anyone ever wants to be also be prepared to not have self-service, yeah. the entirety of the oh, I thought it was awesome. It was, like, that it was my phone. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, but yeah, definitely stay on like more of the designated areas <laughs> and respect the animals, um, be prepared for people. But there's like tons of opportunities. Like, like I was saying, we went on that like smaller, lesser known hike and there's nobody there. Mm-hmm. Like there's tons of opportunities in Yellowstone to not, not be around like huge crowds and kind of just like you get experience the like nature. Um. So it was awesome. And then we descended down to where the park rangers stayed and kept going down to Gardner. And, um, which is like t- teeny tiny town, like super small, like kind of like a row of homes and mm-hmm. shops and then like nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, what was that restaurant we went to in Gardner? I don't remember what it was called, but they had various different kinds of like game burgers. Mm-hmm. So you get like an elk burger. Bison burger, stuff like that. Regular, like, Montana grass-fed beef burger. Just all that, like, I don't know. They love their, they love their wild game out there. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, so we did that, and then went and stayed in the yurt. And then from the yurt, we drove to, we 
drove to Salt Lake City. Right. So we drove all, like, all the way through Yellowstone Park again, down through um, Grand Teton National Park. Unfortunately, we didn't get to see the Tetons because it was cloudy that day. Mm. But those mountains are breathtaking if you're ever there when the weather is clear. Oh, my goodness. Um, Your mom climbed? Yeah, my mom climbed the Grand Teton in, like, 2006. And, I mean, she's done a lot of really cool stuff in her day, but she's, she'll probably say that was the best thing that she's ever done in her life, like, ever. So, if you, even if you get a chance to just see them, like, absolutely beautiful. Um, and then, so we drove through Teton National Park and through the town of Jackson, which is a resort town, like a ski resort there. Yeah, Jackson Hole, right? Yep. It was crazy. So, like, Jackson Hole's, like, wild. Um, this was something... Was busy. This was something I had no idea. But, like, average home price in Jackson Hole is, like, a mil- over a million dollars. Um, Whoa. Yeah, so you think it's Wyoming, right? So you think like nobody lives in Wyoming. Exactly, that's literally what I think. Nobody lives there. Right. <laughs> like... right. Um, but in Jackson Hole, uh, it's like big resort town. The, the downtown was like pretty big, like tons of restaurants, tons of shops, like bars, nightclubs, like the whole shebang, and lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of money in Jackson Hole. That is for sure. Um, an interesting thing now that we're talking about Wyoming when we were driving through Wyoming we stopped and got gas and this was like before we got to Yellowstone just kind of sorry to mess up the time I have to tell the story um I went out and got gas and like this guy like, gets out of his car to get gas and it's like this old uh old older like gentleman and he's kind of like farmer cowboy vibes I was getting from him um and he like goes and he's like doing his gas I'm like does he have a gun <laughs> and he like turns and he has this giant like giant Ew, revolver like like, like like you know I've seen like you know Glocks and like you know normal like standard guns, right? standard like absurdly long barrel magnum <laughs> I, I can't tell you the name but I'm sure if someone saw it they'd be able to recognize what kind of uh, what kind of revolver it was. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> welcome, welcome, to welcome to Wyoming. You know, it's true. You, know, you see a wild animal, you need something bigger than a, <laughs> than a regular handgun, I guess. Right? To kill the elk. The bear that's in your garage. The bear that just let him into your freaking house. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. So I thought that was pretty interesting. That was yeah, pretty Wyoming is an interesting place for sure. It's very beautiful. I love Wyoming. Love very Wyoming. beautiful, very desolate, but the again, landscapes are beautiful. Even just what I said about South Dakota, even just like, again, there might not be like a whole lot to like stop and do if you're about like, you know, you want to go to this club or you want to eat at this like Michelin star restaurant. But, um, but uh, like just seeing like the landscape even from, like, your car was, like, mm-hmm. awesome. It. it was Worth so it. awesome. Um, and then I guess, like, another thing to point out is sometimes in, like, like Montana and Wyoming, like, in the winter, like, uh, they, like, shut off, like, roads, mm-hmm. right? So there would be, like, you'll be driving on the interstate, and there would be gates, like, at every exit. And it'll be, like, if, it, if the lights are flashing, like, return to the, like, closest city because after that point, the interstate is closed. So if they get blizzards and stuff, like, mm-hmm. they will literally shut down the road, which yeah. is not something that they really do in Michigan, at least to my knowledge, or at least in, you know, like, the populated area, yes. right? It's like, 
like imagine like almost like a like a big like railroad crossing thing and it like just comes and blocks off the or would in the winter come and like block off like the road yeah. um and I thought it was like super interesting it's like you could like literally if you don't aren't like paying attention to your like gas or something you could like literally be like stranded in the middle of nowhere and there's like nobody like near you like coming yeah like there'll be a sign like next services 85 miles oh, right yeah. you better have enough gas in your car to go 85 miles because <laughs> there's no gas station in between right <laughs> it's totally like empty empty land um which is like i don't know crazy especially from i mean being like from the like midwest right like it's not all like you know small tiny towns mm-hmm. right like Chicago's huge, huge city, you know, uh, Detroit is a big urban area, right, like, there's a lot of, like, urban and, like, a lot of, like, larger towns, but, like, really, once you get out to, like, the Mountain West and, like, you know, South Dakota, like, Great Plains and stuff, it's, like, oh, there's, like, just empty land, like, nothing, nobody's here, (laughs) not a soul, right, it's crazy, um, so, yeah, so after we drove through Jackson, we, like, drove through, um, eastern Idaho and down through Utah and spent the night in Salt Lake City and in Salt Lake City we there's this like awesome trail system and so the city's in a valley so if you drive to like the edge of the valley essentially you can just hike up these mountains that are right there so we like hiked around for a while got some really got some really awesome views of the city we um so about that hike it's like right it was right near the University of Utah mm-hmm. um so it's like it was literally like in the right backyard. On campus, yeah. yeah. Um, like some of the buildings like pushed up against like the the I don't know the ascension, right? Mm-hmm. Like the the cliffs and stuff. Um, it was my idea. I go, why don't we go up like off the beaten path? Like, <laughs> and we kind of got like stuck. Oh stuck no! And a little bit lost. And a little bit lost. And I was like. So we could either, like, turn back down, like, go through all the, like, this, like, brush and, like, like, weeds and, like, get cut up or, like, climb. <laughs> this, this is probably, I'm probably, like, incriminating ourselves. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this but, is, like, illegal. <laughs> <laughs> but we, like, literally, like, climbed, like, rock climbed up, like, of this mountain because we got, like, stuck off the path and we couldn't return. And so we, like, climbed literally, like, up, like rock climbed up to like another slope and then we couldn't like get back to the past so we had to like go and climb up some more and we essentially like rock climbed all the way up <laughs> all the way up back to like the top of the trail out here free climbing like no no harness free climbing the side of the mountain <laughs> like <laughs> oh there's some dudes they like athletic shorts yeah
downtown Salt Lake City, and we were like trying to figure out where we were going to go next. Like, we were going to head back to Michigan. We were thinking about going to Denver, mm. and like on I-15, like going south, what, like one of the cities on the signs was Las Vegas, and we were like, maybe we should go to Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> like that would be fun. It was only five hours away, so we were like, this is such an easy day trip mm. to go to Las Vegas. So I looked up some hotel rates. We stayed right on the strip for $25 a night, but in an okay hotel. It wasn't great, but it was, it was okay. What was it? It was, it was Excelsior. Ex- Excalibur. Excalibur. Ooh, it, was, it was shaped like a castle. <laughs> so oh, wow. If you've ever, if you've ever been to the strip, you'll see there's like Luxor is the, is the pyramid. It's a pyramid, the Egyptian themed one. And then right next to it is Excalibur, Excalibur which is like the big like castle and then then you have like others along the strip um but yeah that's where we said it was $20 a night yeah it was like $25 a night I mean obviously with with, with the resort fee that they have it ended up being like 50 or $60 a night but that's still very and cheap. we got like a food credit yeah each oh. time we say we got a $35 food credit if we ate at one of the restaurants owned by MGM mm-hmm. so it's MGM owns a lot of the casinos on the strip so we could have eaten anywhere. I think, I think we just ended up eating at a restaurant like New York, New York or something. But, um, but yeah, it was super cool to like go to Vegas and like people were there. Like we went to the pool one day and like had a hard time finding a chair. Yeah. And yes. yeah, it was, it was really interesting. Yeah. Cause I mean like that was the time when like the, obviously like the summer is like the Las Vegas probably generates some of the, it's probably like largest revenue generating season I can imagine. And so, right, peak, peak pandemic, they're, like, trying to entice people to, you know, at least mm-hmm. go there and, like, spend some sort of money. Um, so, yeah, we got those rooms. Like, no one will probably ever be able to get a room, a room at one of the major uh, resorts on the Strip, like, for that price again. But I can imagine probably now they're still cheaper than what they would have been, mm-hmm. you know, 2017, 2018. Um but it was crazy. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, we went to the pool. Oh, we ate at um, the, that restaurant, like, way off in, like, the suburbs. Oh, yeah, we found this incredible, like, Mexican restaurant in, um, like, north of the Strip, in, like, in the city of Las Vegas. And it was, it was so good. I wish I remember what it was called. I, I should, know. I should have put like, down. And, like, at the time, <laughs> like, we were, like, researching, like, for the... Uh, the podcast were like I have no clue what this yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to find it but it was it was some of if not the best Mexican food I've ever had in my entire life um, and it, what was a thing that I'll like point out about Las Vegas that I didn't like fully realize is like like a lot of people live in Las Vegas like it's a like a major city like outside of the, the strip and like the the you know casinos and everything there are a lot of people that live there and like, you know, just live there. And what's, what was peculiar about Las Vegas is, um, it's just like suburb after like suburb after like suburb, like cul-de-sac neighborhood, cul-de-sac mm-hmm. neighborhood, like boom, 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 just all the way out into the desert, like off the strip. So that's like, it was very interesting cause you know, you go to like another like mid-major city, um, like Salt Lake, right? Like where you have like the big buildings and then like kind of continuation of like the street grid and like stuff like that. But it was, Las Vegas was not like that. It was like, you know, just suburbs, cul-de-sacs, neighborhoods, boom, boom, boom. 
um, you gotta have a car. Yeah. <laughs> if you're gonna, if you're gonna leave the strip, like obviously if you're there just to Vegas in the strip, you don't need a car because right, you just walk up and down the strip. Um, but an Uber and stuff. But if you're gonna like gonna go outside Vegas, you gotta have. I would highly recommend unless you want to spend a lot of money on Ubers and stuff to get to and from. But you gotta have a car to do the outside the yeah. strip. But it was really interesting. So we drove up on the city at dusk. So, like, you could you could see the city for probably 30 miles before you even got there. And it was cool, like, as you're getting closer, like, you saw more lights and, like, the big hotels on the strip. Like, it, was, it was a really cool, a really cool experience, to be honest with you. And what was crazy, too, is the airport was so, so close. Mm-hmm. The airport is super, super close. So, like, I don't know, like, Chicago, right? Um the airports like O'Hare and Midway are like kind of like way out from the the urban core um granted it's all still urban but you know not I mean same with New York like you're not in like the main bulk of it neither Chicago or New York you're like you have to travel a bit to get to the airport yeah right but you could we could like literally planes taking off from our hotel room window we could walk to the airport from like you could walk from Luxor to the airport Easily. It was like right there. So that was like super cool. It's like definitely like they thought ahead. <laughs> like definitely like centric towards the casino. Yeah. Right? Like get these people in here as quick as possible. <laughs> like no no hiccups. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like um. Anything else about Las Vegas? Oh, I didn't realize they had a huge shopping mall. Massive shopping mall. I thought that was interesting. Didn't know that. Yeah, lots of good shopping there. Um. Security cameras everywhere. Mm-hmm. We uh we like posted up like outside and we're just like sitting on like a bench or something, and I like in this like little like street I counted like thirty four like thirty three or thirty six somewhere around there thirty three to thirty six uh, security cameras wow. like in the trees and like in the ground and on the building security cameras everywhere. Um, wherever you go on the strip, you are on camera. Um. <laughs> What else? Um, yeah, it was just, like, I'd never been to Las Vegas before, so it was kind of cool to go when it wasn't, like, a madhouse, you know what I mean? Like, you kind of got to, like, walk around the strip and not really, like, it, it just wasn't super busy, so you kind of just got to, like, take it in and not have to worry about right. all these other people around you. Another thing I didn't know about Las Vegas is a lot of people are, like, on retainer. Like, celebrities and, like, performers, um, are on like retainer at Vegas and they will like every Saturday night like mm-hmm. yeah the residencies they will, residency like Britney Spears had a residency in Las Vegas every Saturday night she performs at wherever so I didn't know that so if you really want to go for like the entertainment piece too like that's it's definitely a great place to go yeah definitely something to look into to see who's like especially post pandemic because when we were there they weren't doing any shows yeah. of any sort so it would be cool to go and like actually see show i would have loved to have seen a magic show oh my gosh yeah that's like what i want to go make a story is to see a magic show (laughs) right like crazy like body pulling in half yeah watch me escape from this ice cube or something yeah yeah like levitate on the table like i don't even know (laughs) but i want it (laughs) (laughs) right oh my gosh (laughs) so cool um and then and then we uh that's when we started turning back. Yeah, was from Las Vegas. We ran out of money. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, 
We started turning back. Where did we stop? So we drove from Las Vegas to Amarillo, Texas in one day. It's like a 15-hour drive. <laughs> and then... Well, we stopped in Albuquerque. Oh, yeah. We, we stopped in Albuquerque for food. You're, you're, jumping, you're jumping way ahead. We, uh... So we left Vegas. <laughs> it was like, we didn't, like, He's skipping. He's skipping. Well, we kind of did. We went over, um... The dam. The Hoover Dam. Hoover Dam. Um... Uh, over the bridge so we we decided to go over the bridge instead of over the Hoover Dam the, um, the Colorado River right yep. so I guess like on that like highway route there's like two ways you can either go over like the bridge which is like the quick way or you can actually go over the, the Hoover Dam itself we were like oh we can just go over because we didn't want to like stop and like you know look over so we were like oh let's just go over the bridge and we can still see the Hoover Dam you're so wrong. <laughs> wrong, 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 wrong. There are huge, like, huge cement, like, blockers. Like, you couldn't even see the river. Like, it was, like, as tall as, like, the, a semi, right? So you could not see a, a thing. So we are like, no way. We totally missed out on the Hoover Dam and, like, the river. Um, forgot about that. Yeah. So there was, like, we were so bummed out. So if, I highly recommend going over the Hoover Dam itself. <laughs> Just, like, Adam. take the extra time and actually go <laughs> yeah, over the Hoover Dam. Right. Yeah. So you're like, oh, this will be wrong, totally wrong. Um, and then we drove through, went down to Albuquerque, mm-hmm. and then, oh, my gosh, what's the burger place called? Um, Loda. Loda? Loda? Loda Burger. I gotta, go, I gotta make sure I know what it is. <laughs> yes, Loda Burger. Blake's? Yes, Okay. Um, Blake's Loda Burger. That's what it is. It's in. It was started in um, Albuquerque, and they're in like New Mexico. And it is one of the best burgers, like fast food burgers, I've ever had really good. in my entire life. I had it once when I went to New Mexico when I was like ten or eleven. But you know, you're like a little kid, and you're kind of a picky eater, so I didn't like get all the the fixings right. Mm-hmm. And so now, or when we went, you get. What was it? It was the the um, it's like the hatch chili burger. So New Mexico is really known yes. for their hatch chilies, and they put them in everything that they make. Um, and this restaurant is no exception. So they put like a hatch chili kind of like sauce on their burgers. And it was ooh, it, was it was so, so good. I know, you're, I know you're vegetarian. I know you're vegetarian, but even if you get like just like the like the sauce, like, or just give me some of that sauce on a piece of bread. Right, like, 
I was in Michigan, I'd probably buy that car for like a thousand dollars. But they probably put in like you know twenty thousand dollars worth of yeah. work into this car. It was super cool. Just like see them all like drive by. Whoa. Um, and then Albuquerque has a bunch of like cool stuff, like cool art scene, a lot of cool restaurants. But we we were just passing through, and then we went to Amarillo, Texas. Yep. We spent we got there probably. Well, like 2 a.m. and left around 6. Yeah, oh, it was very quick. Yeah, like, quick stop. Yeah, it was, oh yeah, we were driving and there was just really terrible thunderstorms. We were like, okay, mm-hmm. we, gotta, we gotta find a place to sleep. But yeah, they were like, people, uh, the streets were like flooding. Yeah, it was kind of crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Texas is really yeah. getting it recently. Like, so many things are happening in Texas in terms of weather. Uh, I, I, I live in Dallas and trust me, it's, yeah, it's, the weather's crazy. It's crazy. It's like crazy. Um, but yeah, so we drove from so from Amarillo, we like drove through Texas and then drove through Oklahoma, and we were driving to Oklahoma City. Apparently, a lot of the roads there are toll roads, and they don't accept like like there's no like people manning the toll booth. You just have to like throw coins into the booth, but there's no gate, so this might be potentially incriminating. But I didn't have any coins in my car to to throw into the basket to like go through the toll. So I was kind of like, drove through, slowed down a little bit, hoping that maybe I could have like an easy pass for like the East Coast toll roads. Mm-hmm. Like maybe that would work. I don't know. Obviously it didn't work, but um, and we then can pretend. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we drove through Oklahoma City, drove, evaded some tolls, and then well, no, we had to get off. Yeah, so in between Oklahoma City and Tulsa, it's a toll road. So. They don't accept credit cards at toll booths. So what he's getting at is the toll road roads. There's no people. You can't use your credit card, and you have it's all coins. And like it's this giant like old school like machine uh, machine with this giant like basket hanging off the side. And you're literally supposed to like chuck your coins out the window into the basket, and it filters in, and it'll like let you through, <laughs> or it'll like mark that like you know won't take a picture of your license plate. <laughs> so we had to get off the highway in the mid, like literal, like kind of middle of nowhere. Yeah, in the middle of like a like a Native American like reservation, and like we had to find. Oh, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. It was a Cherokee reservation. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and then we stopped at um, uh, a, dollar a dollar general, and we had to get like you know some change. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, and the lady, the cashier, she was like. Because I, like, bought, like, a bottle of water, and that was it. I was like, hey, can I get, like, $20 in quarters? And she's like, oh, the total roll? Like, <laughs> she knew. Like, yeah. <laughs> she goes, she was like, yeah, everyone who comes in here, like, you know, buys one thing, does that, and there's, like, no one has coins. So I was, like, talking to her about it. So I guess that's, like, a very normal thing <laughs> to, to have to do that. Yeah, and, I guess um, keep that in mind to anyone who goes through um, that area. Yeah, if you're driving in Oklahoma, you have some coins in the car to pay the toll. Right. Yeah. And then we, we went to the bathroom at the McDonald's, and I ended up, uh, like, chatting with this um, older gentleman for, like, half an hour about, like, um, like the pandemic and, like, uh, like, international politics or something like that <laughs> for, like, half an hour. Like this random man in the in between Tulsa and Oklahoma City, um, so that was like very cool. Um, to, like talk to this random man while I wait in line for yeah. the bathroom about all these uh, hot topics. Um, and then we got back on, drove. We, did we stop in Tulsa? 
No, we didn't stop at Tulsa. So we drove like through Tulsa, through Tulsa, all the way through like rural Missouri, and then we stopped in St. Louis for dinner, right outside um, where like the Washington University campus is, which was cool. We got barbecue. Yeah, and it was it was pretty good. Um, what was I didn't know this, but it was like crazy. Uh, so I guess St. Louis is like one of the more like segregated cities in like the country. So it's literally like you're driving down the street, and like on the right hand side of the street are like, um, like gated neighborhoods and like immaculate, beautiful, multi million dollar like homes, and then on like the left side of the street was like, like, very uh like, blight and um underserved. You know, it's like it was literally like one side of the street versus like the other side of the street. Wow. It like blew my mind away. Cause it's like very stark. Like, it's, like it's similar to Detroit mm-hmm. with how like if you're driving, let's say you're driving from downtown Detroit on Jefferson Ave, like through like through downtown and then all of a sudden you're in Gross Point Woods. Like yeah. it's very like all of a sudden like boom. <laughs> like you feel like, oh this is different. Yeah. In St. Louis it's the same thing. Because they went through a similar period of like deindustrialization. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was absurd just to like drive down it was like a major like road it's not like we were on like it's a weird like background or something it was like <laughs> one side and then the other side um so that was wild and then the down that like downtown area we were it was like really cool it was like pretty popping a lot of cool restaurants oh my gosh we got <laughs> do you remember this uh, we got the, the uh we stopped at the barbecue place we got it to go because we wanted to eat outside and so we're eating outside with the to-go bags. <laughs> and this, this um, woman who hadn't been, like, around our, like, you know, our peer group age, like, early 20s, she, they were stopped at, like, the stoplight. And then she's like, oh, my gosh, they're eating outside. Yeah. <laughs> she was, like, laughing at us. And then I, like, we, like, look at her. And she, like, noticed, like, she's like, oh. <laughs> and she, like, rolls up her window. For a crime? For eating so, outside? <laughs> So we drove from Amarillo, Texas, to Chicago in one day. This was all Jeez. one day. 
Yeah, that was, it was a terrible. Who do you guys like drive on and off though? Like you switch drivers or was it? I drove okay. the whole time. Uh, he drove the whole time. I said I go, I go, I go, I can drive. Like I wanna drive. He doesn't trust you. He's like, no. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like it's his yeah, Subaru. It's crazy. <laughs> right. it's crazy. I'm the better driver. I oh, swear. Guys, oh. I swear. Oh. <laughs> it's coming out. <laughs> Whatever. Um Like, did you have fears that you were gonna like? We're like, okay, day one, we got lost. Like, we're done. Trip over. <laughs> did you oh, ever like no, think no. about cutting it early or like going back home early? Well, the reason why we cut it when we did was because we ran out of money. Yeah. <laughs> really? So yeah, we're uh, if, we, if we had had more money, we would have stayed out. We would have kept going. We probably would have ended up in Seattle, to be honest. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we would have kept going to the West Coast, but it was like, yeah, we spent so much money now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, we definitely would have kept going. Um, but I'd say, I guess, answer your question, like, directly. I think there was, like, a period where we were, like, lost in the UP, and we were, like, frustrated because we, I re- remember we went down, like, some random side street, mm-hmm. and it was, like, literally the middle of the, oh my gosh, this was so crazy. Um, so we went down this, like, random side street, and there's, like, you know, people's, like, homes and stuff, and it's, like, getting, like, um, more and more like spread out from house to house i remember there's like people outside and they're like watching us drive by and we were like yeah we gotta turn around like this is not going to the campsite that we were looking for because we had like no service and i i thought the road was one road but it was actually a different road Mm. and um it was like two roads ahead that we were supposed to turn on and then we turned back and these people were like watching us like yeah we gotta go (laughs) um but yeah, we were definitely like a little frustrated, but I think when we saw like the wolf and we were, we saw the wolf and that was like super cool. It's like, okay, like we we're definitely like supposed to be doing this, it's right? You know, it's the wolf like, was a sign. <laughs> right, right. It's like almost like, you know, we just saw this like majestic creature, right? Mm-hmm. It's like definitely like, like, like this is what this trip is supposed to be about, you know, like seeing like the beauty of like nature and experiencing it it's like like we'll be all right (laughs) yeah i mean you know we slept in like the back of the car like a hospital parking lot like oh no like what's that's like the worst that's gonna happen to us right like oh no i only slept you know five hours (laughs) it was like (laughs) the most right it was like not the most comfortable but it's like i'll take that over you know anything Mm -hmm. so in terms of like price how much did you spend on the trip spent probably a total of like $2,500. Okay. Yeah, I was including 
food and lodging and gas, but mind you, this was during the pandemic, gas was sub $2 a gallon everywhere we went. Yeah. So, I mean, gas is significantly more expensive now, so I definitely, mm-hmm. definitely have to budget more for like, those sorts of things. Um, but yeah, it was probably about $2,500, but if I were to do it again, I would want like double that. For sure, for sure. Especially today, right? Like, the Airbnbs are going to be way more expensive. Um, You're not going to be able to stay on the Las Vegas Strip at a major resort for For 20 bucks. (laughs) Or they actually pay you money to buy food. (laughs) Not going to happen again. Um, But, I mean, like, we stayed with, like, a bunch of your friends Mm -hmm. and family friends and stuff, and it was, like, if you could do that, like, Go for it. If you have those connections and those people, like, 100%. Yeah. So, I mean, like, a lot of the time they're, like, locals or they, they know the area, like, really a lot better than you would mm-hmm. just by, like, a Google search and they can, like, point you in the right track. Like, Benji with uh, living in Big Sky, like, you knew all the places to go and, like, all these very cool experiences. So, yeah, definitely swing, swing, the, swing that if you can. Yeah. Um, would you do the trip the exact same again? Like, everything the same? Or would you be like, I would honestly know this one thing was, like, not it for me. <laughs> oh, the exact same way. Honestly, i say yes. I had a blast. i say so, too. There we I would go. love to have seen Wyoming more. I mean, we okay. kind of stuck to, like, the major highway, right? Yeah, if I, if I would have done one thing differently, it would have had more money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we could have kept going, right? Yeah, for sure. That's the one thing. Like, that's the one thing I would have changed. Yeah. Okay. But overall, for what for what you had, for the last minute planning and the last, and like, low funds, good trip. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Like, it would have been definitely cool to not have, like, gone through from Texas to Chicago in one day. Yeah. It would have been cool to have yeah. stayed in, in Texas, like, for a day, and, like, Oklahoma for a day, and, yeah, you know, St. Louis for a day. Um, New Mexico, Arizona mm-hmm. for a day, but I would say like add that and I would do it differently. Plus, seeing Wyoming more. Yeah. Well, I guess that leads into I usually ask people all the time like bucket list travel things. This could be in the U.S. or it could be like out of country. Like, is there some other places that are like on your bucket list? Maybe because of this trip, or maybe like before the trip. I would say for me, I mean, but fact check myself real quick <laughs> yeah i would do uh tierra del fuego in uh south america so that's kind of like the southernmost point of south america mm. kind of like where like patagonia and stuff like that i would love to see that i'd love to see alberta um canada like band yes yes um, yeah i'm super big on um like nature right like yeah well you should definitely go like argentina is insane like you can go you can like the nature scene there is crazy i have a lot of friends from argentina and they're like do you like hiking do you like skiing do you want at all argentina (laughs) (laughs) so yeah (laughs) that's awesome yeah and i think for me i would love to spend some time in like peru or chile Mm -hmm. or like anything, anything in South America, really. I, I love the language. I love the culture. I've never been like the furthest south I've been was Costa Rica. 
Yeah. And I mean, Costa Rica was amazing. But yeah, I, I was think, just in Costa Rica. I got back not too long ago. No, it's, it's incredible, right? Yeah, it's so gorgeous. I'm like, everything is it's so crazy. green. <laughs> no, it's, it was one of the best vacations my family ever took. But um, yeah, definitely want to spend some time like going to Machu Picchu or mm-hmm. something like that would be awesome. There's so many places, right? I know, I know. But usually, oh. but I'm surprised. Like, a lot of people I haven't had, I like have a connection with. South America, Latin America, I just, like, want to see it all, but a lot of people that are interested in travel, like, they kind of forget that that exists. They're like, oh, I want to, like, do Europe. I want to do, like, even Africa or, like, go to Australia, like, go, like, to all these places. I'm like, South America's dope. (laughs) And there's, like, so much to see. And, like, if you speak Spanish or, like, a little bit of Spanish, you are, like, golden. And you can see so many different things and be, like, pretty secure and, like, language-wise, yeah. South America would be awesome. I would also love to see Morocco. I've always had a, a weird uh, a fascination with Me Morocco. Too. I'm starting to learn French just because I don't speak Arabic, and French is easier than Arabic right, because right. I really want to go to Morocco. Yeah, it's like a top of my top of my bucket list. Yes, like Morocco, Tierra del Fuego, Malta. I would do Malta, the oh. island in the Mediterranean, yeah. um, and the Azores Islands. These stories would be cool. Yeah. I also want to go. I also want to go skiing in the Alps in mm-hmm. Europe. I've done out west. I would love to see what it's like to be in the Alps. Well, so I would, there's so many. There's so many. I know, I, I, and I, that's I, where it's I, like I, I can't do. I want to do everything. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. So then that. Morocco? Pardon. I said, what about you? You said Morocco, and then... Oh, yeah. No one's ever asked me. Oh, OMG. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Morocco is, like, top of my list. Um, I really do. I want to backpack South America, because I want to see, like, so much. And I love the nature thing as well. Um, I want to go to El Salvador, which is, like, related, but I want to do surfing there. And I have a friend from El Salvador, and he's like, oh, it's no so way. cheap. He's like, everything is so, so, so cheap there. Um and I've barely seen Europe. I mean, like, I'm from, like, my family's from there, but I haven't really traveled it, so of course I want to, like, pop in. But that's, like, for when I'm rich. I don't have money to, like, <laughs> <laughs> right, right. like it's expensive. And, yes. yeah, yeah, like, obviously, like, there's so many places. But Morocco's up there. And I want to go to, like, southern Spain. I would like to live in southern Spain, but, um, like, the mountains and things, but, yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah, right now I think it's, like, I want to do the U.S., and you know there's so much to see there is and there's so much like hiking and so much nature but even like so many random like tourist attractions that you're like this is hilarious or like amazing the corn palace palace is like i need to see the corn palace (laughs) (laughs) i need it yeah so i think that's like kind of next and like i said like me and my boyfriend were talking about it because we would love to do that and kind of do like a a camping trip but it could either be it could be long term you know we go and like do a van life thing for a year or whatever <laughs> that's honestly like the perfect scenario because america's huge you know so much so much to see yeah um so yeah, if you have if you have the time like as well, i know and i well. like move around a lot and i don't know like after i move out of new york like where am i going <laughs> you're like we're gonna right. be in michigan for a bit but after that we don't know so a perfect time to just have in a van or a large car and try and make that work for a while, which I really want to do. And like I said, I wanna, I wanna go like Southwest. Like I want the colors of the Southwest. That's like my favorite color. Yeah. Like that earthy, like clay gold or golden reddish, reddish yeah. color. Like that's like my favorite color. 
right. So that's like what I have to see. <laughs> I think that's kind of like the biggest takeaway from our like trip was like really like like America is like a huge place and like the natural like beauty of it is so expansive. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people definitely get kind of like caught up in. I want to see like. Europe and like Western Europe, like specifically like Germany, France, you know, UK, um, and they don't like realize like there's a lot in your like backyard that you can do that's yeah. like beautiful and stuff to like appreciate. Or even in like a home state, like I know in the beginning of like the pandemic or when people were itching to travel again, people were like, I'm traveling my country or I'm ca- traveling my state and I'm seeing things that I've never seen before mm-hmm. because you're just like, oh. I live here, like, whatever. I can do that at any time, but you never actually... Like I said, like, I've never been to Picture Rocks. I've, like, got to go do it. Or a lot of people haven't been to Mackinac Island that are from Michigan. You're like, that's a cool thing to go see. <laughs> right. Do, yeah. So true. Yeah. Definitely, definitely a lot to do, especially with, like, travel restrictions now, mm-hmm. like, still super tight. Like, it's very hard to travel to a different country, you know? Even, yeah. you know, you're, right. you're into it, so... Yeah, why not? Why not, like, visit, visit your own, like, neighborhood, you know? There's, yeah, like, way yeah. more, like, from just approaching, like, life just from, like, a different perspective. Like, mm-hmm. you can see so much more. Um, like, walking, like, even walking, I've noticed I'll take, like, a different route from, like, work, home, like, back to my apartment. And I'll see, like, a totally different, like, perspective and, like, people. It's like, oh, I didn't even know this shop was here. Yeah. <laughs> this looks super cool. Or, like. <laughs> oh, there's, like, this little alley with this, like, giant mural. Like, even just simple stuff like that, I think. It's kind of, like, a good stepping stone. Yeah, well, and then I guess that leads into my... The question that I ask everybody, the final podcast question, is what are your travel philosophies? Why is it important to see different things and go do different things in the world or in your country? (laughs) So, like, my feeling on this is that there is so much, like, beauty in the world... And I think everyone kind of deserves the chance to experience, like, those beautiful things. Like, in the United States, for example, there's so much to offer. Like, we were talking about earlier, like, you can go on hikes, you can see these beautiful landscapes, all this kind of stuff. And I think, especially traveling within the U.S., like, it's all so accessible. Like, there's no reason why we shouldn't, like, if you have the time, there's no reason why you shouldn't go out and explore these things right in your backyard. I mean, it's so important to experience different things and see different things and I think traveling like I said even within the United States gives you that opportunity to do that there's so many different like cultures too within the United States it's like itself like the the Midwest is like very different than the like American Southwest yeah and like Texas like the West Coast like it's very different like very different like way of not necessarily like way of life like but um people operate like on like different schedules or like have different like priorities and um you know have like different like culinary cuisines right Mm -hmm. or even speak a different language like you go to like new orleans and it's totally different food than you would eat in detroit michigan right like so there is definitely a lot to offer especially if it's out of your budget or you're like still kind of new green to traveling and you want to kind of get your feet wet first or like right now it's hard to travel so why not go visit some of the places in America you've never been yeah and I'm trying 
I'm trying. And this is, these are more inspiration for me. I've got tons of things on the list. Like, you guys did it in 12 days. I could do it. Like, it doesn't need to be a long, long journey. The core yeah. palace. World's baseball. Core palace. Like, that is it. That's the only thing I want to say. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it sounds amazing. And Spur of the Moment is the name of my life game. I'm always so I, so I I love that. A great great addition to that. Um see if I have any other questions. I mean, I that was a great I mean, you got stories in there. There's so many fun <laughs> things that you experienced. And hopefully that this also will kind of serve as like a little record keeper for you guys so that, you know, however when you're super old, this is gonna be on the internet forever. <laughs> you can right, listen to right. it. You're like, hey, grandkids, I did this trip one time. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. For a moment. And I'd say to add to, like, the philosophy thing, just kind of, like, even if you have, like, a, a desire or, like, a like an itch or something, it might not be, like, a big, like, like calling. Like, I've always had this dream to move to, you know, uh, the Azores Islands or, like, to move to the U.K. Like, even if you're just, like, that interests me. Like, I would like to know more. Mm-hmm. Like, that's probably something you should, like, look into and, like, follow up on, right? Yeah. Like, having some, like, fascination with wanting to go see Yellowstone. And it, like, builds into this huge, awesome, life-changing experience of appreciative, grateful experience. So, yeah. Even if it doesn't have to be, like, this huge, massive, momentous calling or urge, just, like, even if you have, like, a little itch, like, look yeah. into it. Yeah, I totally agree to that, and it can be something as small as, like, oh, I want to go to this beach that's in Michigan, or, like, I want to go see this thing in Tennessee that never seen because I live in Tennessee or whatever, and just, like, then it'll start something, and and you'll do something new, and you'll go out and see things. Um, So, yeah, I think that's a good point. Like, it doesn't have to be, like, I want to travel, so I have to go backpack South America or go to Egypt. Like, you can travel by going a couple hours away from you or, you know, taking a train cross country or something. Yeah, so that's a great point, too. Yeah. Um, and then, the final thing is the shout-out. Do you have anything to shout-out? We talked about this before, so I want to see what y'all, you guys are going to say. Shout-out to the yurt. <laughs> shout-out to the Airbnb yurt that is a mystery, so you really have to find yeah. it. Yep, shout-out to the Airbnb garden, Montana. Shout out to the Hungry Moose in Big Sky, Montana. <laughs> great, great spot. You gotta go. And shout out to Buzz and Barb Weiss for having a beautiful home. Love it. <laughs> like, can I get? Can I get in on that? Can I go on stay with them? <laughs> like, sounds gorgeous. <laughs> um, well, thank you guys so much for for joining me and sharing your story. I loved it. I enjoyed it. Um, I hope you enjoyed telling it. Um, I really appreciate just like the storytelling. I'm trying to build this community of people like of storytelling and of listeners and yeah, I really appreciate it. Thanks guys. Of course. Thank you for having us. Of course, yeah. Any other future trips, let me know. We'll pull you on the podcast again, like any other fun stuff we do. Make I it love a it. <laughs> yeah. No, no, you have to. No, you have to. <laughs> Okay, well, thanks again. Thank you for spending some time with us today. If you have a travel story to share, send me a DM on Instagram at Christine Chicano or send me an email, christinechicano at gmail.com. 
If you want to be notified to when the next story is released, please subscribe, and we will see you next time.